Hey, Danny with the DMGT here. A quick disclaimer, this episode is going to be heavily about workforces leaving their jobs post-pandemic, and all our opinions here are our own and not applicable to any one spot. So if we've ever worked with you, I'm sorry to tell you, it's not about you, it's us. Okay, thank you. Enjoy the episode. hold it because i don't really have my remember my microphone box i used to use oh yeah uh-huh you know it's 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 retired oh uh, why is that so i might i'm uh it, it, you know it's kind of weird to like uh bring an empty box when you move somewhere new mm. where you know you're gonna have a lot of boxes in the new place okay of course yeah yeah but the problem here is um, I didn't have a box that size. <laughs> so okay, now I'm just holding it. Yeah, now I'm just holding it. I might have to put some automatic level control because I think I'm blowing it out too. Ooh, so Ooh, no bueno. Don't blow it out. Well. Well. Can't oh make boy. any promises. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fine. That'll be fine. Danny, how how are you doing living your best life? Oh, you know, I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I uh d- doing stuff <laughs> spontaneously, mm. you know, hitting hitting the bars again, which is very fun. Uh smacking them bars up. Smacking them bars up. Um we're like hitting up restaurants again. That's a good time. Um Actually, one of the songs that, or at least my my song of the week, is that's how I encountered that. I was at a a thing on Sunday. I'll I'll, I'll get into the story when we get into the song, but um, yeah, that it's, I'm like, oh, see, I discovered music being out and about, oh, so that's cool. Oh yeah, um, I know where you were on Sunday. Yep. yep. So um, it's been going. It's been going pretty good. Pretty, I'd say pretty pretty good. The White Sox got. Absolutely dunked on by Houston over the weekend, but mm. that was fine because I was mostly watching basketball and doing things instead. So, so are you as a part owner? I assume at this point, with how much <laughs> money you spend on tickets, um, you yeah, know whether yeah. the guys say about the loss was it acceptable to you or not? I mean, it was. Uh, it exposed. It exposed some some major holes. It was not bueno. It was not good. Not. I don't. I wouldn't call it acceptable, but I'd also call it. You know. A part part of a hundred and sixty two game season is what I would call it, and, and and they're yeah okay. So they're still doing the full season. See, that's oh, something yeah. that I didn't know. Yes. This is how much of a not baseball fan I that's am, fair. and this is why when you were like, "Hey, <laughs> come spend one hundred and twenty five dollars on some nicer seats," yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I fair. was like, "No, that's yeah, that's fair. That's totally <laughs> like, fair." I feel like that requires me at that point to like legitimately watch the game and i'm there for the ambiance i'm there for the the treats and i'm there for the the drinks yeah i mean that that's that's usually fine with me um 
It's it's reopening day. They're calling it reopening day. They're making a thing. The Cubs did it. Now the Sox are doing it because it'll be the first night of 100% stadium capacity. So mm-hmm. um, I'm equally excited. And also, is it going to be like rowdy and weird potentially? It's probably yeah, for, sure. for sure. So, but that's why yeah. I didn't get like bleacher seats because the bleachers out there have been wild since they opened to 60% capacity. The ble- it's there's fights chaos. out there, chaos. They're throwing like beer onto the field and cup snakes and stuff. Like pretty much all teams at this point, the fans are like out in the bleachers making these giant cup snakes, which I get it's gotta suck for you know the stadium staff. So I don't particularly love it, but also I'm like, whatever, man. People have been trapped indoors. Uh, I guess they're not really hurting anyone besides fighting each other. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Only hurting each other. Um, yeah, I mean, this kind of, I think, uh, well, a welcome to the DMGT welcome podcast. Welcome to the DMGT podcast. I'm your second host, Spencer, <laughs> who was absent last week. That's why, again, I am the second host and always will be. And I, uh, and I am the boss, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I got to say, Danny, um, you know, we, we usually chat quite a bit throughout the week on various forms of groups of things that we're a part of. Yeah. And, you know, I got to say, like, I thought boss was going to come in a little, little hot at me today. Potentially. Well, I, I thought about it, but it's fine. You did? No, uh, no. See, this is, this is, <laughs> see, this is like, this is like our version of, do you have five minutes yep, with no yep. context on Slack? Yep. It's like, I don't know. Do I have five minutes to clean out my shit? <laughs> uh, Cause that's what it sounds like I need to do. Um, so this is my way of saying, uh, you know, if we need to have that conversation, you know, like, let's have it. But, um, you know, I've, I've been busy. I know. I know. Wed- wedding season is you're you're in you're in full wedding season, wedding planning. Mode. Now, I get my, that, too. My question is, did you get my RSVP? The email or uh-huh. or, or did you send something? That's in the mail? it. Oh, it's the, the, no, we're OK. Not, we're we're come on. I, I help run a tech website, Danny. I'm not going <laughs> to send a. I don't know. I don't know. Did you intent. did you force Christine to not do mail? What if she wanted to do mail? I'm I'm not trying to no. start. We here. talked to our families about why we weren't doing mail for oh. the RSVPs. Cool. We will be doing mail for the invites. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought you were gonna yeah, like yeah. even bypass the invites. I'm like, wow. No, no. It's just like if you look at anything online, yeah. and boy howdy, is that something that I do a lot of. Uh no one is really doing physical RSVPs anymore. If especially like considering like we're tech people. Yeah. Like more or less. Yeah. Like um so yeah, we sent it out to the wedding party and like family rave reviews. So it's going good. Cool. It's going good. Cool. Shouts out to Christine. She's beasting it much more than me um but it was nice to actually get something done this this last weekend with it yeah i mean i i saw it come in and i thought that was that was cool i i feel it feels weird to like try to take up one of the hotel spots as someone who lives in chicago but i'm also like yeah do i really want to like deal with an uber or lyft that night probably not so maybe i will end up i mean in the hotel anyways uh, I will say we're not getting married at that hotel. Oh, the hotel's okay. actually pretty significantly far, farther, oh, farther away. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Us. We are staying in it for the 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 wedding weekend, but yeah, it's not 
specific. It's it's downtown. Yeah, or it's Lincoln. It's Lincoln Park. Well, I guess it's closer than where we live, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Venue. Yeah. yeah. So, that makes sense. Okay. So Fair it's not enough. terrible, but yeah, it's not. We're not. Yeah, we didn't get that hotel as the venue. You really didn't read the RSVP, is what it sounds like. But that's fine. Um, <laughs> I looked at it. I'm sorry. Actually, I looked Danny, at it. Do you have five minutes? Do you have five minutes? I, really quick. I do. I do. <laughs> let's um, go let's go but thanks for checking in danny about the wedding uh you know can't wait to do it um hey you know it's fun it's it's i get it like we i i read the last physical rsvp i received was right before the pandemic hit and mm-hmm. i think that couple ended up eloping recently so which i i totally get that. i'm actually for it i'm like hey nice do you like i get it. it's stressful can't imagine how mm-hmm. much additionally stressful it must have been to like have been planning it then the pandemic hit and then like redoing everything over again and then mm-hmm. now having to deal with like how many people are on your invite list or family because you're gonna run into this are like anti-vax now and like now you want mm-hmm. you're dealing with those conversations and yada yada it's like oh i i i totally get that yeah. And you know my stance on anti-vaccine and not listening to rules right, for anti-vaccine. Right. It's like, yo, you can eat yourself into the ground if that's your <laughs> choice cuz I ain't getting got by this covid. No. <clears throat> I got my vaccine. So if you want to be a super ignorant person to your death and you want to do that at my wedding, I ain't, I ain't coming to the funeral. <laughs> but you do you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, uh but but with with all of this pandemic talk, Danny, yeah, I think our first topic we could go into uh, oh, yeah. and kind of perfect, you know, like light disclaimer here at the front, like uh, we're this is a general conversation about this topic. Uh, you know, anyone who's listening that is at our respective places of work, right? Just chill. It's just it's fine. Uh, just chill chill out yes. chillax yes uh yes. and also if you're just hearing about it and you may be at our works and you're just now hearing about this whole thing that we're going to talk about <laughs> i don't know maybe 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 take a look could be worth knowing that's more true about. that's true yeah like, that's true could, you could potentially make some different decisions over the next couple months if you really take a look at all this information, you know, we were just so, talking about like complaining and like how sometimes things are like that. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes though, like we got to deal with it. So why not try to make it less complainy? Anyways. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know where this is from, but the quote is, I'm all about that action boss. Yeah. Where, where is that from? Like what internet meme? What is that from? Because it's know. been in my head a lot lately. I don't know. Me either. Oh and I don't want to look it up because I feel like I'll learn that it's probably something I shouldn't say. And like I want to keep the feeling going as long as I can. Because it seems like it's fine. I think it might be about some sort of violence. I don't know. I uh, Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, he, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've just been thinking about that where it's like, yeah, hey, complaining, step one. Doing something, step two. Oh, it's a Marshawn Lynch quote. Boom. Perfect. That's what it... Quotable. Okay, that's why I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's chill. He's chill. Everybody likes him. Uh, but yeah, it's like... Uh, I think that's something that is always a struggle for people is like taking like how they feel about something. And this is not even at work. Just how you feel about something and like taking steps to make it 
better. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. but what we're gonna it talk is, about it is, is, it is yeah 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 yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say well, it is. We it can is never a very... introduce the topic if you want. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that that is a very male way of of approaching things for sure. Though, like I'm a dude, I'm listening to your problems, and I want to stop listening to your problems. Let me just fix it so I stop listening to these problems. Oh yeah, but the thing is, I'm talking about problems that can I know I know be fixed I know, by a human. I'm not talking about. All problems. I know it's just my anecdote, Spencer. Okay, let's get into the topic. Well, okay, the anecdote definitely felt directed at <laughs> me. Uh, so very yeah. chill stuff. Um, so basically, the topic is uh, throughout the pandemic, they're uh, truly like every month of the pandemic, yeah. they have been taking people. I'm trying my best not to make a lot of like microphone sound, Danny, but there might be some microphone I, sound. Well, I can't um, hear in the call. I'm holding maybe. my microphone, so hopefully it's not. We'll but see. uh. There is basically for every month of the pandemic, there has been some surveying source, some bureau of whatever statistics uh, that is saying more or less like, yeah, about 50 percent of folks ready to eat their current job. Um, mm. Seems like it's across almost all sectors it's across almost all jobs it's across almost all levels of jobs and it's just basically like what we wanted to talk about is like what do we think is the why like yeah. why why does everybody seem kind of so not into their work yeah yeah through the course of this pandemic because i mean i know we we have a lot of friends who have jobs, I would say everybody we know have some sort of jobs. Very few people I know are like very much like been loving it. Pandemic's been fun for my job. Interested in more job. Right. Right. (laughs) Uh, Feeling great about it. Um, And I, I think, you know, like that's, that's kind of like, what is, what do we think? is is why that's happening. Obviously we're just talking specifically about the tech world because right. that's the world that's we live in and us, yeah. what we're most connected to and where most of our friends work. But like I think it'd be really interesting potentially uh for us to talk to someone that's not that. You know, yeah. like and get their perspective as well down the road cuz I don't think this topic is going away for America specifically no. like um yeah, I I think if anything, it's just going to become more and more a thing. I was just thinking about it, and like my a lot of my or actually all my siblings are in the uh, health space. So I wonder. I, I mean, I we it has come up, some burnout conversation has come up, but like mm-hmm. not lately. So I wonder what they would feel about it. So I think, I mean, I think I think I have an idea of where you're going with it, so I'll stay away from from that general thing because I think I agree as well to to an extent. But <clears throat> so, and you have to take the pandemic into into context here, right? Because this is what forced yeah. all of this. Like, there's no there's no dancing around that equation. Yeah, no, um, like literally, I would say like everything that happens to people's brains for like the next several years yeah, will be pandemic driven. Anything that you hear about a change in life expectancy for the generations that are currently alive, or lifestyle, or pandemic, the, lifestyle, yeah, yeah, priorities, everything, anxiety, depression, PTSD, like, yeah, like this is this is the thing that will unfortunately 
define how our brains react for the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, I was talking, sorry, I didn't want to totally cut you off, but like, I'm not trying to equate the pandemic and staying inside to World War II, but it's a similar amount of human existence gone. And, you know, it's obviously a different closeness to the death than someone in World War II. Right. But like, you know, the kind of meme of that generation is like they got back and like none of those dads talked about stuff. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that caused a bunch of problems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think part of it is happening right now, too. And like, I think it's twofold, right? Because you people are just getting out of it and they're like, you know what, man? I Can we not talk about this thing that just screwed us for a year and a half? Can I be in this moment right now for the first time doing something? And that's like, I get the need to do that to some degree. But at some point, at some point, we, I think collectively as your friend group or or family or work or whatever, what a group of people, when you're doing things regularly with them, you like, you kind of have to come to terms like, okay, how, what has changed and Mm -hmm. what mindset has changed and what are people's needs now that are different now than they were before so we can adjust to that because yeah a ton of shit went bad it wasn't not it wasn't a good time there are pockets of people like hey maybe you came out of this like and you hit the gym really hard or you hit like Mm -hmm. or or you did your fitness or or health journey or, or whatever or you you picked up a hobby or you started a business and like and it went well for you there are pockets of those people and i'm not saying that you're not allowed to like exist and enjoy that but yeah, it's a very I mean, single-minded way of doing it because collectively it did not go that way for for the vast majority of us, right? And I think that's a part of the conversation because both both need space. But then when it comes to like work stuff, I think that hits on both. I think both of those avenues kind of hit on the core of the issue here, which is why mm-hmm. I think this is happening. Why people are leaving their jobs. I think it's I think it's going to be like. Um, like a rippling effect. I don't think it like is a wave of people switching careers or switching jobs. I think it's going to happen now. It's going to happen in the winter. It's going to happen next year. And then we'll see how far this ripple goes because it kind of recontextualized everything in everyone's brain. Like Mm -hmm. I don't really care about the stuff that I'm doing day to day. And unless you're working on like some like actual like society improving thing or like, Mm -hmm even entertainment to some degree, like the arts I think are always in the space where like people can be a little bit more proud because that's what, where people find some solace. And, and like, even during, during all bad times, that's where people find some relief is in the arts. So in the arts, you know, aside for a little bit, I think what people are realized or have realized is like, honestly, uh, doing this thing with, making desks i'm I'm just making something up generally Mm -hmm. there was an exceedingly large amount of me clipping because i put my microphone back uh, in my stand no we're clipping this and we're putting i'm posting this part (laughs) on tiktok we have a very organized podcast here folks uh yeah no i think i think people just don't care like they or they realize it's not that they don't care i think people just realize that the thing that we all do the vast majority of us doesn't really matter like i don't care like Listen, there are things that businesses need and you need for your day to day and for transportation and for cars, blah, blah, blah. Do they really matter, though? Not really. And it's not from a um, like a cynical 
stance. It's more from like a, I think I want to go do something that matters a little bit more at least, or that at least I care about a little bit more, or maybe aligns a mm-hmm. little bit more with like passions about contributing back or whatever. And that could be, I don't know, maybe people are, are starting to like accept, um, like different careers that maybe aren't as lucrative, right? I'm not saying that pay cuts because people still need to get fed. Like bread needs to be on the table. And like that's another a whole other part of the conversation. But if if someone that's making $200,000 a year says, you know what, mm-hmm. this is like, uh, this kind of sucks. I don't really care about this stuff anymore. And then they're like, I, I will go work, I don't know, for some organization that does like help for animals or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I'll be their director for 75 a year. I can do that. And I think that's, that's part of it. I think that's part of it, especially in the tech space, especially in the tech space when it's all like, listen, I'm sorry if anyone's listening from our jobs, it's all bullshit. Nothing we do in the tech space actually matters. When you talk about like, um, like skilled labor is like, Oh, you should get a skill if you don't want your, your burger flipping job. Or do you want to make more money? I'm like, okay, but we're I'm sitting at a computer all day, and that person's mm-hmm. actively feeding someone. Guess which one does the body need to survive? So in that context, yeah. in that context, yeah. And it's not to say that like stuff companies are doing are useless right, at all. Right. Like you know, like because a lot of companies are serving needs of you know, people that do things, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and making their lives easier. Like, the culture of convenience is why a lot of tech companies exist. Right. And, like, that's a value add, but it's not, again, like, the idea of, like, curing a cancer right. or exactly. something, right? Like, exactly. that's, that's not what a vast majority of tech companies are doing. That's, like, the true, like, when companies, companies throw around the idea of mission-driven right, a lot. Right, Which is, like, totally fine, like, and I think that can get conflated with, like, mission-driven equating to societal value. And that's right. not necessarily what mission-driven means. No. Like, what mission-driven means is simply we have a very succinct capacity in which we want to attack. Do the thing, right. And that's what we drive. Like, in, but I think it did, I don't know where, but I, I want to say, like, it started being every tech company was a mission-driven tech company. And I'm like, well, that's not... You, when you I think of a mission, I think way, of... Yeah. yeah, like I think of like the mission to Mars or right. like <laughs> Mission Impossible. Yeah, or yeah. Or like, you know, I don't necessarily think of the next blue chip darling on the yeah. NASDAQ, right? No, and, and that's not to like dunk on... Like I'm not saying that to like dunk on it. This is just like... Just the, from the conceptual standpoint of like finding the root of why people are leaving their jobs, that's that's where mm-hmm. we're at. Like that's I think that's where the core of a lot of it is. I'm not trying to dunk on it. If you're happy I, at your like marketing job or your sales job at tech company tech, that's fine. What we're talking about uh, is like well, no. the other thing too is like you're talking about the the mission driven thing. It's like yeah, a little bit, but we're also seeing it especially right now with like the Juneteenth stuff, with the Pride stuff, where it's like okay, but you're really not about you're really not about the shit. You're not about it. You're about the money. It's going to bring you more money, and you know that. And it's going to put you in that eye of saying, well, I have to do this in order to not get like some social recommendation from the right. public about it. So I'm going to do it, but it's a little disingenuous. And I think people are seeing that, especially in the last year, when we were like, oh, well, 
let me ask, did your did your day to day responsibilities change or adjust because of the pandemic? Mine didn't. Um, and I think for the vast majority, for a lot of people, yeah, no, mine, no, not at all. For if okay, for mo- I, I'd say for the ma- vast majority of people, it didn't change, it didn't yeah. diminish. It didn't I, we're talking again specifically on tech, and there's a lot of people. Oh no, no, and just like and and who who literally pandemic happened and they went to work the same. They just yep. had to wear a mask and had a much harder yep. time, yep. and actually did deal with stuff. Like again, yeah, my, all of the things we say are constantly privileged. Yeah. And, and again, my point isn't like about any one specific place, but it's more about like, Oh, you don't actually care as a corporation about like the things you say you really care about because actions speak louder to that. And now that people have the ability or the privilege, mm. whatever you want to call it to leave careers, because even if it doesn't change all that much, I think, I think there's a lot to say about the mental reset. Of like going somewhere else and starting fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, as I said earlier, you know, I'm all about that action boss. Yeah. Marshawn yeah. Lynch. Uh, and it is a thing that it's like, I think companies are starting to realize it. Um, and especially like in the smaller tech company world, because like, you're not really at this point going to change like Google's mind about oh, how they no, operate. Not at all. But like, what do you consider like more of the top, the, 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 the the burgeoning tech scene of yeah. of of different startup variants, right? Like they're you know, they're starting to be like the idea of like, hey no no, cool, love the words. But now we have to be about the action. Mm-hmm. Like and you know, it's like two two segments you can always go with that thing, right? And like uh you can either say, oh, yeah, you're right. Would you say those words? We probably should do those actions. Yeah. Or you should say, you can say, like, uh, we actually like the words more. So, so like, is that chill? Like, will this blow over? Hopefully it will. And, and there's, you know, like, and I think the other thing to really consider kind of on your, the social, the social political bent of, of this, like, yeah. thing, why people want to leave is, uh, like, y- you just got to be clear about what you are mm-hmm. at a, as a company. And I think uh, companies have really, especially like in the pandemic, right? How many ads did we see for name any company yep. that was like, yep. we're here for you? Yes. Yes. Uh, cardboard box company. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like mm-hmm. pandemic's been tough, but, you know, you can trust our cardboard boxes. Right to hold your stuff and you can spray cleaner on them now. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It's like, and we stand with the George Floyd protests. Like, cool. Thank you. Cardboard box company. It's, it's like, it's good to know. (laughs) It's honestly TMI. It's that Bo Burnham (laughs) special skit. Like you you saw the special. It's literally that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, but, but it is, um, like and you know it's like in some sense uh because of the world we live in like unfortunately like companies do kind of control the conversation you know they like do. and yeah, so absolutely it's better now that companies are starting to say that stuff but i do think we're a couple like iterations away from companies actually being able to live up to that right those statements right but i do think like you know if People push the right way, and and by right way I don't mean the correct way, i.e., 
communicate with me the way I want to be communicated with during tough times. But like, if you, I think there is still that opportunity of like, well, all these companies send all these emails about all this shit. So now we got something we can always point to about the decisions we're making to the future, right? Like we put our flag down in the sand and you, you chose to put that out there, right? Or you maybe were forced to put that out there by like a collective group of people, mm-hmm. but you still did it, right? It yeah. happened. doesn't matter how the decision got there. So now there's like, there's a totem, you know what I mean? And then as you continue to like get better at those things as any company, you can like benchmark yourself against that totem. You know, are we better there? Ooh, we failed here. Ooh, this year's Juneteenth yeah. wasn't handled correctly the first time. Did we do a different version of it? Did we get, you know, like there's always more you can do. Right. Um, And I think that's like going to also just go a long way with any employee who's looking to leave. Right. And I think like the sociopolitical stuff is true, uh, but it's also like, uh, is it a grass always greener situation? Oh, it always is. It's like, okay, well, I mean, what company, like name me a company that's nailing the pandemic diversity uh and inclusion and pay equity and like work life balance and like what's the unicorn company right. you know that's doing all those things right cuz guess what i found out danny and this is below blew my mind you know dan price do i know they all sound the same do i know dan price the ceo <laughs> so the of guy- gravity payments uh, the gravity. Yes. Oh yeah, the guy that that changed all their his employee salaries to like seventy k. He talks a big game. He talks a big game. So that's like the idea of like the current utopia, right? This guy's very popular, right? Um, and if you look at their Glassdoor, every single Glassdoor review is that guy's a monster. That guy is insane. This guy. And and literally, like, there's some of them that say, like, I said leadership, I mean him. Like, the dude's, like, seemingly just a tyrant, right? And it's like, well, shit. It's like... Color me not surprised. Right? But it's like, that's like... But also, but also... Interesting... To, well, color me not surprised because I'm in a tech space and I know better. But for someone that isn't, potentially... Right. Like, you're like, damn, that sucks. Well, I had never done my research yeah, on that either. guy. I was like, oh, I, the, the tweet, the tweet hits. Like, also, I get it. I'm always, I'm also like, yeah, I mean, the last year has done this to me. I'm super cynical yeah. about any white man in power talking a big game. I'm like, I don't believe you. I don't, I think when the chips are down, you would fold. You'd be just like everyone else. And so that does not surprise me. It disappoints me a little bit, but it does not surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like someone who's like running a company. Yeah. And then also is, you know, having an issue there. Well, Um, at at that point, like, and and I think it goes back to, like, a little bit of, like, the reset, I think, helps with a lot of this, too. Because how much of that are you willing to put up with if you're resetting? And also, there's at least real monetary, like, changes to that. Because if employees are at a base, like, that much higher salary-wise than the field, then it's like, okay, all right, the the attitude is not right there and i'm not i'm not justifying it or saying that that's okay in any capacity but that's like someone's mindset leaving a job maybe i'm not looking for the unicorn but i'm saying like what are the pieces that i can like put aside especially considering that i'm starting from net new and maybe that's part of it so it's like there's but you're right okay cool 
He's nailing the public figure thing, saying the right stuff, doing the salary stuff, but then sucks to work with. So it's all there's yeah. always something. There, yeah, and it's like, and I also think like that's that's it's a it's a tough thing to kind of like reckon with mm-hmm. where, um, like I think we do chase kind of perfect a lot. Um, I think that's just like. inherently what people do right like and there's nothing wrong with like trying to 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 chase it and find it but i think uh when we when we don't get it is like this really tough moment because like i you know i gotta admit i was disappointed with what i found out about that that guy like i mean i was like oh like i kind of figured that this would be what i would find but like actually finding it was like kind of a bummer. Yeah. No, and I think I mean I say it all the time. Like, it's it's all about being better than you were yesterday. Don't compare yourself to the field. Don't say, well, our diversity numbers went down last year or this year from last year, but we're still better than like our competitors. Like, well, I don't care about your competitors because I'm here as a person who needs to be yeah. represented. I am here, so I don't care about the competitor. Are we doing better than we were last time? And that's what the measure is. It should be. I, I nail on that all the time. So I think when you go somewhere else, you shouldn't be looking for perf- perfect. You should be looking for it, – it's a bummer because, like, this is kind of just what you have to accept. But you can demand change, and the things do eventually get better in bits and pieces. I think we can speed up a lot of the process. We can speed up yeah. the the quality of, of work life. We can speed up diversity hires and, and like – not just using the crutch of like, well, we're hiring the best person for the job. I'm like, well, you've been saying that for fucking 20 years and it's, <laughs> and it's not, this isn't the and right method. people all seem pretty bad at the job. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> so as long as there's some progress that that's, that's really the mindset that it should be. But maybe now things will actually start moving towards that change place or or yeah. everyone goes into a bubble of their their own and they find companies so, that match bubbles that they like so because that's also of, a thing before i get yeah no i, I yes uh, before i get into kind of my take on why people are ready to leave i actually uh will want to continue to tangent on this idea of like if it's not perfect it's bad yeah right and i think uh that is a really good thing to keep in mind because uh, I was just watching a daily show segment with a sociologist guy or psychologist who like has been studying uh, specifically American outrage. Yeah. And like the idea that like his conclusion that he was talking about is more or less, we are addicted to outrage, just like we're addicted to caffeine. Yeah. Beer. Yeah insert thing like it gives it's like this idea of outrage is changing our brain chemistry to want to be fed it yeah and what we do that's really really toxic is we find ways to be that thing right and i think the big thing is with a lot of companies right you couple that idea and it does line up unfortunately in the timeline of the last presidency yeah that people really started on on both sides of the both sides yeah, no, no. kind of losing their shit right yep. like any side up down left right doesn't matter like uh we all 
started losing our minds. And then right as that thing was kind of starting to die down pandemic and then, you know, more of the same shit kept happening. Right. As we start to kind of like have a different break in our brains about like, how do we deal with this idea of yeah. like loneliness and this idea of isolation that like has never been part of our existence before. We're the most connected group of individually individual humans that have ever existed. Yeah. Um, so there's just like a whole slew of stuff <laughs> like leading up to it on that side of it, right? Yeah. The sociopolitical I'm chasing a perfect right at a company that does every action correctly. And I think that can really create a false or like create like a, that's going to be a really, really tough thing to find, to find that version of perfect you're looking for, unless you truly do look specifically for just that one component, which is a very, very, like, I'm not saying like, it's not an important one. And I'm not saying that companies shouldn't, like you said, like accelerate their commitment to those things. But, uh, it is, it is like, I mean, it's, you can insert anything. Like if it's pay, you're chasing your perfect amount of pay for the work input that you have to put. And if that's what you're chasing, that's what you're chasing. If it's, you know, like a certain type of management style, if that's what you're chasing, that's what you're chasing. Like it's all, the thing is like, uh, the, the old, meme about uh like college or or work you know being in school and homework it's like you can either be rested you can have fun or you can get good grades pick two yep like it's like it's similar with anything like we unfortunately have very few places that are utopic in the world today and i think that like kind of leads me into my side of this which like i agree with your side completely and like like I think being about that action that companies have routinely started talking about is going to help a lot of companies. Like just doing the right thing is the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's, it's, it's the right thing on every level. Uh, it's the right business decision. It's the right people decision. It's the right cultural decision. It's the right every decision. Like there's actually no better time to like quickly do a big commitment to doing the right thing than now. Like it's every facet of it says it actually ultimately will benefit the company probably the most (laughs) like, and that's not bad. Like it's just what it is. So it's actually like anyone dragging their feet. It's like, stop dragging your feet. Just do it. It's actually like, this will be better for you. Like it might be like what it's every tech company has like constant, confusion about what's going on but like this one is pretty clear just do it do it truly and shit will get better uh but on on kind of that track of like wanting to find your perfect i think that's the other problem that is just mine is less like politically bent than yours which is usually i'm usually the guy screaming yeah. uh about everything but this one was like i was like well no i just think like you take tech work and you strip away everything and even if you replaced it with stuff like you know like uh, some companies had like hey no one will get fired during the pandemic right, right like that right. was what some tech companies said some companies really quickly said hey we're going 100% remote and that's just how we're going to be we're ending the leases of our office like 
here's your new remote package. Some people didn't do anything. Like some people were slow to change. Some people didn't change, right? Yeah. Like all of the, there's so many, like there's so many tech companies and there is truly no one did it the same. Like yeah. it's wild. Yep. Like there was no playbook for a pandemic happening. No one thought about it. There was literally not a playbook. They threw it away. The government did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was a playbook. It was thrown away, literally thrown away, uh, like a year before. And so, but then this, like all these statistics are half of people are ready to leave their job. So that's it's like, still, that's we're talking, still a lot. That's huge. That's one in two. Mm-hmm. That's me and you, right? Yep. Like, like that's, and like our companies approached it differently, right? Yeah. Like, and I'm not even judging the way our companies approached it at this point because truly, like, no one did a good job. It seems right. if 50% of people want to leave their job, correct? <laughs> like, if you're if you're someone who's like listening to this and like, oh no, that's not going to be my company. No, it is. It's half of your company. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's literally it, <laughs> actively happening. It's, it is like actively it happening. Matter, yeah. It doesn't matter what you did. Like, it literally doesn't matter what you did. You could have done. Truly the perfect version of pandemic, you're still gonna have people because it's half of people is half of people, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Like uh that's just how it works. But I think it's actually a, a simpler problem. I think that tech companies have done a great job creating and really focusing on in-office environments. Like, and there's companies that have built that's good point, years yeah. and years of their identity about this idea that, you know, make the office somewhere to be that doesn't suck and really invest in like the social aspects of work. Yeah. And people are just going to be happier. Like, because, you know, like me and you met at work. Yeah, that's like, true. And we're really good friends because we were stuck in an office for 40 hours a week <clears throat> mm-hmm. for like four years, three and a half years or whatever. Yeah. Like, and that's a really great thing we got from working together yeah. like and that probably wouldn't have happened if we started remotely like this no. relationship like you're in my wedding party yeah like you yeah. are in my wedding party you are one we're of my doing this great together. friends of life we're literally we're doing, doing this, this whole together. thing together like it's not to demonize like in the idea of oh well they're just trying to make cool offices so we work more but there is something to say yeah about that a lot of jobs are easier to do when you're hanging around people who are doing it with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that, that's, that's a part too, that like, I don't want to like completely dismiss either. Right. Because even though I've personally gone, like I, I want to, <laughs> as long as I'm not working for myself, which meaning this, as long, as long as I'm not doing this full time, I'm on someone I'm, else's I'm, clock. I'm, I'm on someone else's clock. So I, I want to do it remotely. I don't want to go back. I don't. It, a lot of people, and, and even myself included, to some degree, like just really thrive and and cherish and appreciate like that camaraderie. And I think there's a lot to say about that too. Uh, I think you're right as yeah. well. Like I think it can be it's many things. That's why it's fifty percent. It's not. It's not. It's not the same same single reason for fifty percent of people. It's many things for different people, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's part of it too. Like I think if your company is going fully remote and you're like, oh no, I'm ready to go back to the office because maybe you have a family and you don't have an office space, or maybe you're you're in a studio and you don't really like you're stuck in like the one box. Like mm-hmm. I get that too. Like not everyone 
is is cut out to be remote full time. And yeah. the ability to one of my favorite things from the office um, that that I do miss quite a bit is just like the ability to like at some point in the in the afternoon at post lunch grabbing one two three people and walking literally away from the office for 10 minutes and just getting a coffee and mm-hmm. then it, it and it wasn't even about the coffee at so much as it is let's just get out of the, the office walk around and shoot the shit for 10 minutes with other folks yeah. that you enjoy being around at work yeah and like that and- that that does do a lot for people like that keeps imagine like all the conversations and like the amount of times you've had, you've talked to someone that says, eh, the work is okay, but really I stay because the people are great. And like, that's, ma- like that's almost every person that likes their job says that. And that's fulfilling enough for them. And that's, that's cool. That works for people. And like, uh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. So now if you're remote, you can't do that anymore. Maybe your, fa- your group of favorite core workers have, have left. Yeah. Uh, like that see this is this is like my main point it's not even the office stuff because like uh this has actually been a surprise to me um i was a person who was like oh yeah i'm never want to get to go i'm never going to want to go back but then like i had to go back for a couple days last week yeah uh for the first time and i was like oh i actually think i'm better here like i'm better at this work because i i am Someone yeah, I do think like, some roles are, are better fit, yeah. Well, it's just like, I'm better at work, but I think uh, it takes better advantage of my skills and hides some yeah. of my eccentricities that I've like collected throughout the pandemic. Like, mm-hmm. I actually think like I'm a more diligent communicator with people when I can see them more realistically. Yeah, yeah. And Body I'm like more, it's like, it's way easy to be less empathetic when you're just talking to a screen all day. That's true. Um, and you can like get a little bit more outside of yourself and outside of like what, how you would want to be. And that's like been a struggle for me in the pandemic. Like, uh, like sometimes I feel like I don't even know who I am at work because like it's, there's just so much artifice that I have to get through. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, it's really, really tough to always remember like who you are and what makes you good at stuff and what makes you bad at stuff. And there is something to say that it can be much, much easier to communicate when you're sitting in a room with someone. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, and I'm saying that like most, like, I mean like, geez, like most of my time is trying to figure out how to get folks to feel like they have the same level of someone can help me as they did in an office, you know, like, and that's a, that's truly Titanic task it's so hard and it you think you're making progress and then you're like oh oh no oh everybody okay so everybody hates that okay damn it yeah damn it damn it damn yeah, it and yeah. you're just like all right let's go figure something else out right and it's uh yeah. i, I but, think but that this yeah. is sorry this is no, all no, to no. say this was not even i'm, I'm getting to my point i promise <laughs> my main point is you strip away the office you strip away the camaraderie you strip away whatever benefits come within that office, be it it's a cool location that's right. like a happening spot. It has cool amenities, any of this stuff, right? My office had a gym like this or whatever. Like there was, you know, like there was a, what a, there was all these, all these things, all these bells and whistles that not only made my job easier, but made me understand the investment 
that my company is making and trying to make me have a good time. And while a lot of companies, you know, gave people money to buy work from home setup and companies are trying and still try to like change how they're approaching things to make it easier for people to do the work, whatever. I think there's been probably a huge uptick in investment in like tools that support employees more. Um, but the thing that, you know, I don't think is really, really easy to totally reckon with and why I think it's one of two, right? If this was like 20%, I don't think this would track as strongly for me. If it was 10%, like, you know, I don't think this would track, but it's the idea that like, if your job is boiled down to only the work with nothing else, you're eventually going to get upset at that. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like... Especially because, like, the people you become friends with, the people you bullshit with, the people that you see are the people you see the most of. Yeah. You know? And you're weak. Like, that's the... Those are your most consistent people in your life. And then you take all that away and, you know, and and then you just have your job. I think it's just a lot harder to, like, stay... Okay, throw on five hundred and six hundred thousand people dead in America. Yep. Throw on like an absolutely insane amount of fucked up shit happening. Yeah, time away from people, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like like and and just like families are fractured, people are fractured, um, stability is fractured. Like you know, just like there's really not a perfect way that any company could have dealt with this. I think honestly, the only way would be like, yo, everyone, we're just like shutting down, but like y'all have your jobs and your, the money I would have given you anyways. Like, I really think like outside of that. And then that would have had people that are like, but I needed something to do. Yep. Uh, you know, like you're always like, it's just, no, Oof, man. I, I think even even for the people that are like, because for for like me, for example, I'm like, I don't know how much it would have contributed to like uh, me. And I'll use my like specific example, like me, uh, like building camaraderie with with my team, because most most of the engineers on my team or actually all of them are remote. Mm-hmm. They're not even in. So you the just vicinity. never had the option, yeah. So I never had the option, but some of my peers that I do work with more more directly on a day to day basis, sometimes occasionally, or would have been in the the office on occasion. I think, and I think for me, I always went back to like, listen, the moment people can start hanging out again and like normal do that regularly, I think the need for like I need to be back in the office will start changing, right? Because I think that's part of it too. But also, I think it's. It's the ability to do that at your leisure, right? Because I'm mm-hmm. way more open to like saying, "Hey, Spencer, let's say our jobs both went both both went uh, fully remote." I said, "Hey, dude, yeah. you want to split the cost with like maybe two other people for this co-working space, and we can come in and out at our leisure, and then we can just yeah. we can just work together, get some coffee, grab some lunch, and like do things." I think that I'm like way more open to. And I think other people are open to that as well. So I think it's 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 both of the it's it's the same thing. I think it boils down to the same thing for everyone, just in different capacities. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's like you know, it's it's really trying to because I I do think like there's some amount of sunk cost in like trying to like 
truly fix 50% of people wanting to leave their job. You can't. You just got to roll can't. with whoever. It's too, it's too big of a problem. Like, you can't change 50% of anything. But what you can do is, like, listen to the 50% that's leaving uh, and hope that they give helpful critiques. Right. And hope they find what they're looking for and, like, and then apply it. You know, like, that's the, the thing about being about that action is, like, you can use it as a moment to gather a lot of data about how to be better should another pandemic happen, should right, another right, cataclysmic right. event happen, or if you just want to keep pushing forward. But that takes an open ear that isn't going to judge how people talk about it and actually, like, take steps to make it better. And, that, like... Yeah. The 50% that are gone are, are unfortunately gone. Like, and that's a really tough thing for me to say, because you know me, I'm always about like saving every person that I work with. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I always want to have people stick around and have a good time because I'm like here. So that'd be nice. Um, but it's also like, it's, it's just a really tough thing because yeah, if someone just can't, do what they do in a vacuum, which is what we're all in, right? Like, and they need something else, or they just need that mental reset. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's that's it's for both. Like, I mean, even even someone like you potentially, like as well, where where you're like, well, damn, but I'm still here though. So like, why are you telling me this stuff? And it's like, yeah, but it's like it's fulfilling enough for you, but also for for you, like the company needs to be able to like, okay. What can we do to listen to the feedback of the ones that did leave, but also mm-hmm. like, but also not forget the other, the ones that are here because they're here. So like, what can we do yeah. for them too? It's, it's tricky, man. Like I, I'm not going to sit yeah, here and say man. like, I, I would have known what to do. I mean, the answer, my answer would be like, <laughs> uh, if the money existed, everyone just gets it and we'll, and that's we'll, like, we'll I mean, that's, and we'll chill that. Hey, that's like the that's the thing that that's we're the, always fighting against is like <laughs> every time I'm always like I'm always going to the utopia and it's like, OK, well, like, honestly, like, uh, like we haven't had one ever as a society of humans, nope. like we've never been in a utopia. So it's because the be White chas- Sox is aren't trading a- for an outfielder, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's OK. It's like, but is that a productive action to like always try to be or try to be? outraged about a utopia and like again like i'm not i don't want to like conflate this with specifically dei issues so like i know we were talking about that with your point i'm not even saying that utopia like no shit that one is achievable and should be a high priority but i'm saying just like the general idea that everything needs to be perfect or everything is bad that outrage problem that we have yeah i think is really like how can you reckon with that if you're a leader of a company, a tech company, a whatever company, and you actually want to, it's like obviously yeah. if you don't want to, just like stay. Oh say right, that. right. Well, that's the like, other part too. Like honestly, that'd be easy. Honestly, like, like just look, say that. just say Burn that. I promise you, those fifty will leave, and the people that say like, I'm glad, I know exactly what I work for. I work for the machine. Exactly. And I'm here, and yeah. and honestly, it probably ends up better, and you you'll stop hearing that feedback. But uh, yeah, you're yeah. you're absolutely right that sometimes like. We can't be chasing for perfect all the time. The problem becomes when someone says, oh, 
it's fine. I don't need to be chasing perfect all the time, and then you don't change. I think you still have to yes. actively pursue improvements. Yes, yeah. And you that's have to it. basically take yeah. the step tomorrow that you didn't take today. No. And then the step two days from now that you didn't take tomorrow. And, and, and just keep slowly going. Yeah. And ultimately, and, I'm always going to side with the side that says that burden falls solely on the company. I think yeah. people, you can bring on people that are a little bit more open to it and like people that can help contribute and create this environment. But ultimately, that responsibility falls on the company. I'm sorry, CEO making $500 million a year, a billion dollars a year. It's your responsibility. Yeah, I mean, that that is really what it is. And it's like everyone, like the lowliest of low workers at any company can still try to find ways to like push forward and, themselves. And oftentimes and, they, they have some of the best ideas because they're mm -hmm. in the thick of it. I'm yeah. thinking about it's that. It's like TikTok the idea that now. like, I think sometimes it's like people think that it's either a problem top down or it's a problem bottom up. And one of those sides need to solve the problem. Right. But it's really like more so like, a agreeing on the problem that exists is a yeah. big one <laughs> and like putting words to what that problem is very specifically and then b figuring out how the bottom up can bring things to the middle and then the top down can bring things to the middle and then it's like a collection of compromises on both sides of that and then everybody's like chill-ish with it yeah and that's like, what that's i mean like, humanity's yeah. utopia is just like right thoughtful compromise and that, considering and th other ideas and that's what i mean <laughs> that it's like the the sole responsibility of the company uh to resolve those things i'm not saying that like that only one single person needs to have all the answers i'm saying that the company needs to be able to have um or needs to enable and put the tools in place that allows these ideas from anywhere to actually become applicable. Mm. This becomes insanely difficult, borderline impossible when you have a bunch of higher up leaders that just want to do things their way. So that's that. Yeah. That's then that's where I mean that it becomes the responsibility of the person up top to say, "Hey, cut that shit out, or you're done." Yeah. Like you yeah, need to yeah. let you need to enable that co that collaboration because if yeah. if i say it at the top if i'm mr dan price over here talking all this talk from the top but then like not actually going through with it not actually holding my leadership leadership team accountable that's to even it, worse then that's even worse boom yeah then i'm all it's talking. really it's like yeah and it's it's like uh it is crazy like danny you know that i think i'm very good at my job yes Dude, I'm I make mistakes like a lot at this stage. Like, uh, I, I'm constantly I, yeah. messing up, man. I mean, part of it is uh, acknowledging when mistakes are are made. I think, yeah. I mean, I at this point, I can't really speak to to your ability at a job. I trust that you you would would continue the path and like operating in a similar way that we both did together. But yeah, but like I look back at like some of our issues career wise right and it all comes down to like 
I don't care about being right, but just like acknowledge that a problem or a mistake was made and how we can address that problem. Because the first step to communicating and solving a problem is identifying the core problem. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like, I think a lot of places and a lot of parts of our society want to skip that step. Mm-hmm. And and that's like, that's actually a step that has a lot of power. Um, it humanizes something- you stick or not yeah like the idea of like how like uh that's something that like the democratic senators do a really shitty job at right like like they never succinctly state the problem that the thing will solve yep it's just this like omnibus voter rights bill right that's like a bunch of stuff but it's it's really like pretty weak messaging is if it's because Republicans yep. are doing the opposite we th- we think. Yep. Right? Like that's not saying that there's a problem there, that's just saying we're reacting to their input. Yep. As opposed to saying, "Hey, like constitution says like here's here's voting, right? Like this is a part of your rights as a, an American citizen and we think the right move for America is to ensure it's as easy to vote as possible. Yeah. Because that's your right as an American, right? Like that's a different thing than the constant ads of 200 state bills have been passed about Republicans taking away voter rights. Cause like, that's not a message. That's a scary yep. clip, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I think sometimes like, that's how companies operate, right? It's like, instead of like saying that that's bad and here's why that's bad and here's like our reason why we think this is good, we, it's like, it's just the sending of the bill to the floor. Right. You know? And, and it's like, no, no, no. Just saying like that's important can, can give you a lot of power. Yeah. Um, Danny, do you think we did an okay job here on not having to delete this podcast <laughs> uh i think we did a great i mean i thought it was a good conversation we'll see i thought it was a very good yeah. conversation um I, I thought it was yeah more measured than we usually are about stuff it's it's very applicable to like the space and technology and like because yes the pandemic has a lot to do with it but also like and a recurring theme and everything that we talked about was mm-hmm. how like the interactions with technology we're looking at a screen all day long like there's yeah. no, none of that people interaction so that's yeah part of and it then too. like you can use this at the front of the podcast as well. I'm going to give you a soundbite and a Hell disclaimer. Yeah. We haven't done that in a minute. Uh, hey, if y'all think uh, that this is about your company because we've existed at it or are at it. You're not that special. I don't think so. I don't think so. You're, You're not, that, not special. that special. <laughs> You're not that special. Like, no, like, we're, uh, come on. We're, like, we're not that come special, on. so. <laughs> we both, we both do good stuff at jobs. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but and if you listened all the way here and you're like, I don't think so. I think maybe they're lying. We're really not. It's really like the more and more we learn, the more and more we read these articles. Yeah. yeah. It is truly everywhere like no one is safe from this feedback of the collective american no (laughs) like no uh but if you're if you're upset if you're feeling defensive and you're listening to this as a leader of anything um 
Yeah, just like don't be that. Just like be like, oh, I should just read some more articles about this. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, like we're just talking about an article. <laughs> if you see yourself in it, yeah, and that's it's a, uh, that's topic. up to you, y'all. I mean, if you do, that's potentially like you mentioned it earlier. It's a potential learning opportunity to like, yeah, go look look up some of this stuff because it's it's fascinating. We had a whole I conversation am, about it. I'm literally learning every single day. When I am at work and when I am not. Yeah. And I've never decided so far in my life to say, never mind to that learning. I'm going to quit that on this topic. (laughs) And like, uh, and I think that's sometimes, that's the big thing. uh, And I know we kind of were wrapping this up, but that is the big thing. It's like, where would that be okay to say other than like corporate America? (laughs) Like, it's just such a weird thing to say, like, and I would prefer to never learn about this again. I have perfected the form. <laughs> and you're like, well, what do you, what? what? What does that even mean? Um, but then, you know, we have our whole lives and everyone around yeah, them yeah. of like, yeah, no, I just don't want to learn about racism. So I'm just going to be mad at people who are mad about racism. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Hmm? <laughs> How dare you teach us the history of this country? Oh, yeah, that was another... Dude, Daily Show's been hitting it. Uh, another I, thing was like, I uh, happy Juneteenth, uh, unless you are in the 13 or 15 United States states that do not allow schools to teach about this holiday. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There was this hilarious like, TikTok. Uh, this wild my last, stuff, man. Uh, my last aside on this. Uh, it's funny TikTok. This dude says, for Juneteenth, I was at the grocery store and I cut in front of the line. And someone said, hey... What's what's what are you doing? That's not fair. And he, and he goes, "It's Juneteenth. I can do whatever I want." And then the according to the TikTok, this person responded with, "Well, that doesn't seem right. What if I cut in front of you on Fourth of July?" And he goes, "Oh, so you agree that Fourth of July is not for the freedom of every person in America? Thank you for acknowledging <laughs> that. That that was pretty. Yeah, funny. <laughs> that's a pretty funny one. Uh, yeah, stuff stuff be crazy. Um, so." Danny, I don't even know if we have time to get to the rest of the stuff. Uh, Honestly, this is really... this is a good good length. We can talk about some of these songs next time. I still have my story about the song that I chose. It'll be the same one next week, um, and then we'll talk some more about the other. You know what? By next week, I'll 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 have picked up Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and I can talk about my Whoa. experience on PC. On PC. Very interested to hear about it, Danny. Oh yeah. Very oh, yeah. interested to fun. hear about it. It'll be fun. So uh that's what we've got. That's what we got. We got it. We got it. And you know, if you're someone keeping score around if we're doing what we said we were gonna do, um, and like deep dive on stuff, look at that. We just deep dove on something. We did deep dive on something for an entire podcast. Not necessarily what we thought we were going to deep dive on but i don't know it's just like i think it's a really interesting thing where half of the country that works is saying they're gonna leave their job it just seems like there's a lot of articles about it yeah but it really only got on my radar like this last weekend and i was like holy shit that's crazy (laughs) like that is everyone that is a lot like that is a lot like that is yeah and that's the thing like truly if you are someone who works at a company we have ever worked at and are listening to this, 
it's not about that because truly it's everyone's fifty percent. Also, it's like, every company. I said it Do you again, work at a like, company? It's, it's actively your fault. happening. It's act. I mean, <laughs> I'm like sitting here and I'm like every week there's like a different person leaving. And I'm like, oh damn, yeah. I'm gonna do that now. So it's wild stuff. It's crazy. It's wild it's stuff. Crazy like, listen, by the off chance that this this podcast episode was very successful because it's topical to many people uh, and it becomes viral, we definitely. The, uh, every episode is definitely of this quality. Please buy a hat, mm, and we yeah. hope you like music and video games too, because we talk a lot. And about this that isn't this. This is another disclaimer I'll throw in here. This is a work of fiction, so true. Legal that up, folks. Yes, <laughs> work of fiction. Uh, how many disclaimers do we have? Someone give me. Someone oh, give man. me a counter. Someone I mean, I would say we have so many disclaimers <laughs> that the only conclusion you can take is this everything we said was exactly <laughs> about our companies. But they really, like, truly, like, I'm just trying to be specific. It's not. Like, uh, it's not. I've worked at a lot of companies. At this I've point, at, at this point, I'll grocery say, stores, if you think it's companies. about you, you're not that important. Get over yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry. They, they I, all I'll, be wild now, it. man. I'll stay straight know? up. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm just, please don't fire me. Yeah, we like legitimately, <laughs> like legitimately. It's fine. I need this job. I need this job. <laughs> please. I'm getting married. We're doing great. Please. We're doing great. <laughs> please. Uh, the we'll pandemic. Ha- maybe we'll even have a fast, uh, fast nine review for you for y'all next week. <sighs> I can't. It's going to be wait. so and sick. That- And that's something that can never be corrupted. Family. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.